Hello, and welcome to the Greater Lansing Food Championship Podcast. I'm Phil Friend, a sports reporter at the Lansing State Journal and your host for our newest audio endeavors. We attempt to determine the city's best individual menu item from a Lansing restaurant. Today, and sadly, we are down to the final four food items in the 2021 tournament, one each from the American, Pizza, International, and Mexican regions. And in this podcast, we're not only going to cut it down to two entrants, we're going to pick, to paraphrase the movie Highlander, one to rule them all. I am joined by three of my fellow LSJ staffers, Nate Atkins, Craig Lyons, and Kara Berg, on what will be the final episode of this most glorious of podcasts. Let's uh, let's go around the room and introduce ourselves again and chat, and uh, let's uh, see how everybody's doing. To my left is Kara Berg. Kara, how are you? Good. Loving all this food. Yeah, it's... Uh, I should say before we get started here, like uh, the three of you guys all participated in the semifinals as well, and uh, we are without Crystal and Mark who participated in the semifinals, but uh, so it'll be the three of you guys decides to keep it as an odd number. The three of you will decide how how this kind of plays out. That's got to be pretty exciting. I'm sure I know you guys are just waiting with bated breath to to finish this off, right? Who can handle this kind of anticipation? Uh, nobody, nobody can. That's uh, that's for sure. Uh, Maybe we could just draw it out. Like you know, I, <laughs> I haven't got enough of a taste of the food, so another <laughs> round would be good. I feel like I'm going to need to go back a, a third or, or fourth time. So gotta yeah. start over with 32 again, <laughs> yeah. just in case. Well, well, Kara, tell the since you this is be your third or fourth fourth podcast appearance, right? Maybe I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Tell tell everybody a little about yourself and what you do here and how long you kind of been in Lansing. Uh, I've been in Lansing for three years now, and I'm the breaking news reporter for the Lansing State Journal. I mostly report on cops and courts um, and do our public safety reporting. Yeah, and she left out the most important information, uh, which is she's a graduate of the greatest school in the Mid-American Conference, Ball State University. Yes, chirp, chirp. That's right. As, as I am also a Ball State alum, so it was very important that we get that plug in there. Craig is just shaking his head across the... <laughs> Craig doesn't like how many Indiana people yeah, we well, have. Even though he has... An, even I though, am an Indiana person. Yeah, even though Craig has Indiana ties, which I we was, will... I don't object to too many Indiana people. <laughs> which we will cover here in a hot second. Uh, across the table from me is Craig Lyons. Craig also making his believe his fourth podcast appearance i believe so all right craig how are you my man i'm doing just fine and uh tell the listeners a little bit about uh what you do for the lsj here and how long you've been here i'm an enterprise reporter and i've been here just about two years what kind of stories have you covered and what, what kind of stands out for I you i do a lot with data journalism but the last 16 to 18 months my primary function has been covering covid yeah, and unrelated to COVID, or sort of related to COVID, he strongly hates Tom Hanks movies. So that's probably the most important thing that you guys need to know about Craig. Now, all these introductions, these people, these are things that we probably should have done in the very first episode instead of the final episode. But uh, we were on some time constraints we, in the other ones. We did mention it in the first episode. Which one? The, the Enterprise Reporter part? No, the hatred of Tom Hanks. Uh, did we really? Yeah. I have. Sorry, this is a. I'm an old man, Craig. I don't know what to tell you here. Things slipped my mind, and I remember certain things, forget other things, but I definitely forgot that we mentioned the Tom Hanks thing early on. So I'll spare every, I'll spare the listeners from the rest of the things that you dislike. And I guess it's something we probably should have explored yesterday about your dislike of shrimp in the in the lunch voodoo pasta from Sue Spoon, even though you are from uh, seafood country in Maine. I am indeed, but just never got much of a taste for it. I'm not judging, but other people might judge you a little bit for that. I'm judging. I am too. It's a segue into our next guest. <laughs> All right. And the man to my right, who has, it feels like he's been on every podcast. And I actually think he, I think you have actually might have been on every podcast. I think there's one, it was probably the one you two did at the very beginning, oh, I think yeah. is the only one I was not on. So yeah. it's like six or seven at this point. So it is. Uh... I'm very proud of that. <laughs> if I made a contribution to LSJ this summer, it's this food podcast. <laughs> it is Nate Atkins. Nate, how are you, my man? I'm doing well. 
Yeah. Uh, tell a little, how, tell a little bit the listeners a little bit how long you've been here and what you do for us and yeah. all that good stuff. So I've been here for two years actually this month and it's been an interesting time because I got here and the whole world shut down, which changed my job a lot because I'm normally a sports storyteller just writing about you know Michigan State and um, some of the local athletes here. But during COVID, that has kind of spanned into some some more general features just about life and um, and the times you know in this in this capital city. You know we went such a long period without sports that it kind of split into a lot of different areas. So now we're on to food. As I say, you might get a chance to write about food in the coming weeks or two. Well, week I or hope two. so. I know you. I know. I know it was a pitched story. Correct the win, the winner of this tournament yeah. maybe. It's a big honor. The winner of this tournament might get a story from me. So that that is a real honor. Yeah, if I if I was good at my job, I probably would have uh, like had a trophy or like some sort of plaque ready to go for for the winner of this and the reader vote. But um, that's probably not gonna probably not gonna happen. So it's not too late. Yeah, there's still time. <laughs> there's still uh, two weeks after the fact. Uh, hey guys, here's a here's a piece of paper and a frame. Congratulations on on winning this thing. So for the last time, I will kind of go over the rules here. Not over the rules necessarily. I'll go over how kind of how we set this thing up from the beginning and uh, how we've got to this to this point here today. So well, introduce we, yourself first, Phil. All right, fine. I am uh, Phil Friend. I am the host of this podcast. I'm the host of Spartan Speak. I also, I would say, co-host the Preppapalooza High School Sports Show with uh, our high school sports reporter, Brian Calloway. I have, I've been here longer than everybody else here. I've been at least at the table here. I've been here since November of 2016, so four years, four and a half years. Closer, I guess, closer to five at, at this point. I started out as a... Uh, sports producer with the state journal and working with the LSJ paper and the outstate papers as well, doing a, a variety of activities, social media, print responsibilities, editing and covering late night, not covering uh, editing late night stories and a bunch of other little things in between. And I've since then transitioned to a, a digital sports reporter, which carries some of those same titles and then, but more reporting uh, than the other stuff on top of that. So it's been quite a ride so far, and uh, we're recording on Thursday evening, and Michigan State's first football practice was today. We also had an athletic director resign today, so what a what a great way to kick things off here for the start of the fall college sports season. Yeah, we thought we were just going to sit around leisurely talk about food. That did not happen. It's going to happen here, but no. just... You, you, we eventually got to uh, it. Yeah, eventually. So, for the first time, listeners, how we determine Lansing's best food is in a 32-item knockout-style tournament similar to the NCAA basketball tourney, where different LSJ staffers will appear on each podcast episode, eat each individual item, collect their thoughts, and then we'll vote between the two foodstuffs, with one advancing to the next round and the other one going home. And we determine those 32 items by using Yelp, which ranks restaurants in three categories, recommended, highest rated, and most reviewed. We aggregated the restaurant's rankings in all three categories, and the eight best scorers were selected for the four regions. So... If your restaurant did not make 32-team field, blame, I think someone said this on yesterday's podcast, blame the people on Yelp for not uh, not getting the rankings up there high enough. Nate, I know you're you're a frequent Yelp user. Yeah, I tend to <laughs> tend to be on there. Been on there a little bit more lately since they're trying out some more places. So. Yeah. I will say that that's the best thing about this thing so far is that a lot of these places I never would have tried without the fact that I, I put them into this field. And, uh, I mean, some of the experiences have been good. Some have been as expected and some of them not so great, but I would say the not so great ones are just strictly from strictly for my own personal preferences, not from being like, Oh, this is this restaurant is terrible and disgusting. It doesn't deserve any sort of uh, whatever. <laughs> Before I go over the matchups, I want to go over our reader wrote results from the elite eight. And it's going to be a little Craig rolls his eyes across the table. And I, the thing that I find the most interesting about the reader votes is that the LSJ staff who's doing the podcast and the readers, no shared participants in the final four, which is 
amazing. That is a surprise <laughs> to no one. Yeah, uh, we all we all have, again we all have different uh, tastes. So I kind of go over the the vote here. So in the pizza region, Deluca's house special defeated the Cosmo slash Zubis trust us by winning sixty two percent of the vote. In the Mexican food region, Pablo's Old Town in La Torta got 57% of the vote to beat El Oasis in the breakfast burrito. In the American food region, Meat Barbecue got 65% of the vote to beat Soup Spoon and Lunch Voodoo Pasta. And in the international food region, Zaytun Mediterranean's Chicken Shawarma in the biggest blowout in the Elite Eight, 77% of the vote to beat Chupli's Chicken Shawarma. So, thoughts on the readers? I mean, some of those options they sent through are good food options, but not good enough for our top four. So obviously we disagree. And um, the fact that there's not a single uh, burrito taco on there is shocking and weird to me. Yeah. Well, I will say that uh, so DeLuca's and Meat also made the final four in last year's best Greater Lansing restaurant tournament. So we do have a little bit of layover. Uh, I said lay- layover is not the right word. Uh, overlap. Overlap. Thank you. I'm not a I'm not a writer. <laughs> someone someone else at the table will come up with a better word. So a little bit of overlap there, but uh, all the ones that surprised me at least is probably meat meat barbecue in the meat mountain. So I voted them on when they when they lost in in our thing. So I think they That's rightfully a, put Delucas in the top four. Yes, I I agree with you one hundred percent, Kara. All right, are you guys ready? Yep. All right, let's get to the final four for the Greater Lansing Food Championship podcast. And let's talk about the first matchup from the pizza region. It's the one seed, the Cosmo slash Zuby's Trust Us Pizza, going against the four seed from the Mexican region, Pancho's Taquiera and the Berea Tacos. Nate, start us off here. What uh, out of those two? What what do you what do you want to talk about first? Yeah, well, I know you got you two are not happy that Delucas did not make it through. Craig and I both voted for uh, the this Trust Us Pizza to make it through, and uh, the way they do the Trust Us over there at Cosmos and Zuby's is they just kind of make new ingredients each day. So today was just a little bit different than the one we sent through, but it was great today. Yeah, there was there was a slight... It was alarmingly... I don't know if it's alarmingly good or bad, mostly the same as the one we got last week with a couple slight tweaks. So the one we got today has garlic, cream, spinach, mozzarella, tomatoes, squash, and ham. And the squash and ham were new for today, whereas in the, the, uh, semi, in the quarterfinals we got... Jalapeno strips and roasted chicken. Yeah, I, I enjoyed the the ham over the roasted chicken. Uh, I just think it's a better option for pizza. And but again, this one, the reason I sent it through was the, I just thought the garlic really made this, and it mixed so well with vegetables in a way that I've not really tasted a lot of times when the, when you put vegetables on a normal pizza with the you know with the the normal tomato sauce. I I don't think it goes over as well. And so this one really did it, and this also had a great crust. And so. I was proud of our selection of sending it through. I don't think it's better than the one it went up against because I've always been on the side of the burrito taco, but I was very proud of how the uh, trust us turned out today. I'd agree. I mean, it was interesting using Cosmos and Zubies advancing in the challenge because there's it's difficult to judge the consistency of the dish as it changed every time we got it. But overall, I did have the most consistent element in which I think elevated it so much in my mind for pizza is the quality of the crust. It was perfectly based baked it wasn't too thick i mean the toppings can come and go but even those were balanced well i mean and then we're up against the burrito taco but we've seen poncho several times in the competition and they've been nothing but consistent i mean every time there's very little deviation on that dish 
I can't remember how many times throughout this throughout today. I was like, all these four finalists are so good. I love every single one of these items. And what once I got over Deluca's uh, losing to the Cosmos, uh, the garlic cream uh, I, was great. I loved it. I thought the pizza was great. I actually, I didn't really like the ham so much, but uh, I think everything else. I liked everything else on it just finally. I think it's gonna be it's gonna it's gonna be very interesting how we vote here once we come to it here. I loved the ham addition on the pizza. I thought it made it a much better dish than last week's. Um, I, I agree with Nate. It did make it harder to tell that the vegetables were on it, and it blended in a lot better with the pizza. Uh, but the ham mixed with the garlic cream was really good. We've talked about a lot of ponchos on the podcast, obviously, because we were big fans of the. It turns out we were huge fans of the Bria tacos from from everywhere, probably, and uh, ponchos being the one that made it through, and just a strong consistency again. And uh, you know that we even got into the Maria's versus ponchos discussion or argument again while we were eating today. Whether you know what's more important is it the sauce, is it the shell, is it the meat? Uh, where do you guys? I mean, for you, what is the most important thing when it comes to the Bria tacos? I really love how. When the, when the shell is crunchy and there's the baked layer of cheese inside and you can really tell the difference between the two. I think it really makes a difference. Yeah, so that's more of a Maria's thing. Yes, than, more of a Maria's thing. And I know Nate was really big on the sauce, but yeah. I don't know if it makes that much of a difference. Well, I like the sauce and just the flavor in general that comes with the meat. Again, there's something in that meat that, that gives it sort of a sort of a nutmeg-ish uh, cinnamon kind of vibe to it um it's it's just there every single time you you bite into it and it's one of those you know that that's ponchos i haven't uh tasted a dish quite like that but every time we get ponchos you notice it and so i think that's the most important part and uh the sauce is not the most important part it just was to me the separator between uh ponchos and maria's and but both should have been in the final four for the readers they're wrong but (laughs) they've been wrong before (laughs) wow uh I, I have to admit, I'm surprised. Again, this I feel like so basic saying this, but the shell really was the difference for me. And uh, I don't know what it was about Poncho. I, I felt like Poncho's shell was cheesier than the other things. And uh, I mean, we all love cheese, I think, to a certain extent. And I, I love cheese a lot. And I thought that was that was part of the biggest difference for me in the end. And like Nate said, I preferred you know their sauce. I, I loved Poncho's sauce. I think their sauce is just perfect for the for the situation. All right, you guys have anything else to add about these two things, or are you ready? Are we ready to vote here? I think we're ready to vote. All right. Kara, who are you sending to the championship game? Ponchos. Ponchos. Craig. Ponchos. All right, Nate. Ponchos. Okay, Ponchos and the Bria Tacos in a absolute clean sweep. 3 nothing over the Cosmos slash Zuby's Trust Us Pizza. A valiant run for the Cosmos, although I will note, they won their second round game against Detroit Yankees by forfeit. So they're kind of like the Cinderella. They survived one matchup against. A, it's kind of like the COVID matchup that, that happened in basketball, and then they pulled the monstrous upset over Deluca's. So a, a valiant run for them. On the other half of the of the semifinal bracket, it's good truck and diners Music City hangover, which has Nashville hot chicken, pickles, and medium egg on biscuits smothered in sausage gravy topped with pepper jack cheese, and La Cucina Cubana's Ropa Vieja sandwich comes with shredded beef toasted bread, Swiss cheese, tomato, jalapenos, and lettuce. Craig, what were you looking for to stand out between the two the two combatants here when trying to pick which one you were going to go for here in the end? It's difficult. All the dishes are, it's complicated to compare them. So with this, it was kind of looking, because they both have a little bit of spice to them. So figuring out if they have the right balance was kind of a means to compare the Music City Hangover with the Ropa Viejo. I mean, it's so, 
I mean, the Music City Hangover, it's just bigger. You know, it's more of an amalgamation, more than something that's as clean presentation-wise as a sandwich. But I thought that really took a lot of the heat out of the Nashville-style chicken. And the with La Cucina, you know, it was just kind of dealing with the occasional jalapeno and where that might land in your sandwich. Although that does have a really great combination with the avocado, the uh, meat's always well-cooked. The cheese and, of course, the bread was great. Yeah. I, yeah. Once again, I just take one bite of the uh, Ropa VA and I'm just like, ah, oh, man, this bread is so good. And I still wonder if I'm just rating the bread higher than the actual contents of, uh, of, of the sandwich. No, the contents of the sandwich are really great. Okay. <laughs> Every time I've eaten the sandwich, I've just thought how great it is. Um, it's messy and it would definitely be easier to eat it as a full sandwich instead of cutting it up like we do. Um, but overall, I still thought it was great and good trucking. Um, the chicken is excellent. It mixes so well with the biscuits and the gravy and the egg. Um, and the pickle adds such a nice accent. Uh, but I think overall, La Cocina just killed it with that sandwich. Wow. That's a little too, we won't make that an official answer yet, but maybe maybe a slight tease. I did kind of wonder, Craig sort of hit on this, if, you know, the mess is the, isn't the right word, but the way good truck and diners meal is presented, you're just kind of like, boy, is this the item that we're, that can it go all the way when it is an amalgamation of a bunch of different things here just thrown together, even though all of the items individually are very good. Well, I think the uniqueness of that specific combination is why that dish has lasted is that I do think there's a point where at some point, you know, a diner breakfast mashup could get old, but it doesn't get old because you, you just keep tasting the, you keep tasting the kick of the, the chicken. You keep tasting the pickle in the middle of it, and yet it still tastes like breakfast. And so it is hard to combine, compare these two specifically because they're so different. It's like, what are you looking for? A, a quick bite for a lunch and grab a sandwich, which is an excellent sandwich that holds together well and is nice? Or do you want kind of the full uh, bloated experience of the, of the diner? I could go for either one. I thought, you know, the first time I had both of these back in the very early rounds, I just kind of knew they'd be in the final four. So this is a <laughs> battle of titans. Yes, I agree. All right. Any final thoughts before we vote here? Nope. Okay. Kara, since we, I think we already know where you're going, I'm going to have you go first. Like Casino. All right, Nate. I think I know where you're going, so I'm going to have you vote second. Good trucking. Good trucking. All right, Craig. It is up to you. Who is going to the championship game? Is it La Cucina Cabana and the Ropa Bay Sandwich, or is it Good Truck and Diner and the Music City Hangover? Good Truck and Good Diner. Good Truck and Diner. On to the championship. So we have, in the championship game, Pancho's Takiri and the Berea Tacos versus Good Truck and Diner and the Music City Hangover. These are, again, I mean, when you get the, all these, these four items together, they're all very different, and uh, it's obviously going to carry over to the final. So is this going to come down to our preference for Mexican food or American food or breakfast. I mean, what, what, what do you, what what do you think should matter the most here, Nate, in determining who we're going to, who we're going to crown the champion of this thing? I think at this point, as we've gone through so many good dishes and so many different types of food to get it away from just personal preference, I think you got to get back to what's most unique about this. What will you remember if someone visits from out of town and you want to take them to only one of these places because you've got one meal and it's something they're going to remember what's going to stand out. So they're both unique in that way. That's why they've gotten this far. But if I had to pick one that's just, uh, just different in that way that I think will be different than what most people have had of that kind of food, it would be the Bria tacos. I'd not, I've, as I've told the story back on the Mexican podcast, I once won a, 
award as a uh, most loyal customer of a taco shop that was awarded best taco in all of Illinois. And yet I had not had the burrito taco until I came here to Lansing. Yeah. And so that's been a great part of this bracket. And uh, that's what I'm going to remember is just ponchos to me is the best of that version. Yeah. I mean, I had never had a burrito taco before this tournament. Now, now I'm just in love with burrito tacos in general, I think, especially the ones from ponchos and their and their cheesy, <laughs> cheesy shell. I think it comes down to the enjoyment of the meal, too. When we're eating so many different dishes, uh, there's certain ones each time that I really started looking forward to. Um, and all of these four were certainly on that list, but I think one of them really stood out to me. Okay. Outside of the final two here, what what one, what items really stood out for you today you were excited to eat again? La Casino Cabana. Oh, okay. I think that, that would have been my favorite overall. She's oh, wow. still bitter. It didn't make it <laughs> You could just tell. Yeah. I don't think we should forget about Creole that was unfortunately de- yeah. disqualified. Yes, yes. Yeah. I'm so sad Creole was disqualified. Creole and the Jambalaya. Uh, that they... should have made it to the top four. <laughs> Nate, you're old, you're... They were overseated. You know what? Best ability is availability. <laughs> they weren't available. What can we say? Yeah, they would have got they would have gone to get soup spoon and lunch voodoo pasta in the uh that would have been the second no, round. No contest. No, they would have beat that really easily. Wow. Okay. Well, well, whatever, and but it's weird because I, the the people that got kind of eliminated because they weren't open for whatever reason, like Detroit Frankies. I feel like, like Detroit. I thought Detroit after the first round. I thought I thought Detroit Frankies was going to go to the final four, and then they decided to close for a week when we were trying to finish this competition. So, well, we had to say deuces to them. And what was the other one that we had? Uh, they ended up getting. It was just that and Creole, right? Oh, El Oasis and the. Uh, they did not have eggs when we went to go get the breakfast burrito for the second round. So we had to get the big burrito instead, and it was defeated by finalist Pancho's Taquera and the burrito tacos. And it might, even with the original entrant, the breakfast burrito, it still might have, Pancho still might have won regardless. So, Well, I half joke about the availability thing, but to me in this kind of format, what we're really judging over time is consistency. Like At this point, it's very easy to get sick of one of these if it keeps getting sent through and you don't actually really like it. Yeah. So the fact that we're still raving about some of these means each time we've eaten it, it's been great. So you got to be great more than one time. And I think we've seen it with a couple of these dishes that they were good at one point. I think this came up for me with DeLuca's. It was a very different experience one time versus the next. And so I've tended to reward the ones that are good every single time. Yeah. And and then one of the other fi- one of the other finalists here, Good Truck. And that's a place that, I mean, the only times I've ate there is when I've gotten the Music City Hangover for this turn. But I mean, that is a place I'm definitely going to explore the rest of the menu uh, once we once we get out of here. So I'm kind of excited about that. And I would say I would say the same for La Cucina Commander, to be, to, be, to be honest with you. That's another one where I'm just like, I mean, I, it may not have been the. I mean, I liked the sandwiches over their sandwich overall, but the toppings may not have been my preferences. So, but if I get a sandwich with my preferential toppings and their bread, I feel like that it's going to send me in a whole new stratosphere. I'm going to have a new restaurant that I'm addicted to. That's not uh, arts pizza, <laughs> arts, <laughs> arts medium pepperoni pizza. All right, as I asked in the first two matchups, any other final thoughts you want to throw in on these two before before we move on? Okay, I'm going to try. I think we got the right two. Think you got the right? I do. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out the order here so I can we can get a dramatic finish here. Uh, I am going to go first to Nate. Do you like prefer who's going to win the championship in your eyes? Ponchos, Takeri, and the Burrito Tacos, or Good Truck and Diner in the Music City Hangover? Ponchos, Ponchos, Takeri. All right, going to Craig for you. Ponchos, Good Trucking, Good Trucking, Good Trucking. All right, comes down to Kara Berg for the third and final vote. Who's 
who is the uh, the one restaurant to rule we, them all? Yeah, we're gonna we do a, little- we're gonna do a little. Is it Pancho's Taquiera and the Berea Taco, or is it a good truck and diner in the Pancho's? Pancho's, it is. Whoa. Congratulations to Pancho's Taquiera and the Berea Taco, the winner of the 2021 Greater Lansing Food Championship Best Restaurant Menu Item. I mean, this is that is probably the meal that we have talked about the most on. I, I would say we've spent the most time talking about throughout all of the podcasts that we've done here. So maybe this is, this is not a, maybe not a surprise overall. Well, the fact that it won the battle of the burrito tacos that was kind of like you know it's like when it's like when the March Madness bracket comes out and you start doing the math and you go oh when these two meet when Michigan State and Duke meet up in the Elite Eight like that's going to be the battle of titans that's kind of how it was with the with the Ponchos and Marias and so when Ponchos won that I had a feeling they were going to win the whole all thing. right you heard it here first uh, the burrito the burrito off between Marias and uh, Ponchos was equivalent to Izzo versus Coach K in the NCAA tournament. <laughs> No, I mean, we really couldn't have gone wrong with this tournament. I mean, no matter how we stacked the final four, everything was a strong dish. I mean, it all came down to, you know, personal flavor and, you know, consistency. I mean, that's where my vote kind of came in at the end was looking at the consistency of the dish. I mean, good trucking. Every time you open that, it looked the same. It tasted the same. Poncho's, it too, was the same. And obviously was it... was a dish we discussed at length and I really enjoyed, but there was always something just a little different. So, you know, when I go somewhere, I'm looking for, you know, if I order something every time, it's pretty much the same. I found it interesting that because good, we've kind of had to adjust things because good trucking has weird hours, not weird hours, but they're only open from seven to three, seven days a week. So we've kind of had to, a couple of occasions, we've had to order the item early and then have to warm it up as uh when we do the competition later in the day. And I always thought that would end up hurting him at some point, but I don't think that was a factor in it, in it at all, to be honest with you. So really it's more impressive that yeah. it was leftovers and it still was better than all the rest of them. Yeah. They just, it warmed up really well. Well, and see, a good thing about it is it's so much that if you do get stuck at a spot where you just can't eat all of it, bring it home, heat it back up. And it's just as good. Yeah. I mean, not that I participated in this final thing, but I think I would want ponchos in that championship matchup as well. So I, I support, all of your guys' picks there. All right, before we sign off here, final thoughts on the tournament? Overall, I don't think there are any bad dishes. Uh, I think I had most of them, um, at least in the final 16, and I think everything was pretty great. I thought there was one that was bad, but we've touched on it enough. I'm not going to bring it up again. <laughs> the rest have been great, though, and this was a lot of fun. Oh, uh, we definitely, if you listen to the last podcast, you definitely know which one Craig was was not a particular fan of. <laughs> but I find it interesting when you scan through the bracket, really the diversity of the food scene here in Lansing. Yeah. I mean, there was a lot of unexpected matchups and things that you wouldn't necessarily know how to compare. So I think it's a good example. Get people out there trying something different because clearly there's no shortage of options. Yeah, there are. I mean, we we, we left off a bunch of restaurants that, that people really like and they would, people kind of reached out reached out to us about like as I think I've said or I think I said in the pizza podcast the first, at least for the first round the newsroom is a big fan of arts pizza that is our that's more or less the pizza we go, place we go to whenever we go out for pizza and whatnot and it's like well they, the criteria that I use they were not among the top eight pizza places so you know I have to respect the the arbitrary rules that I kind of set forth so so that's yeah, said so that's kind of how it goes sometimes so well Kara, Craig, Nate, I want to thank you guys for joining me here today and throughout the entirety of this of this endeavor. And even for those who are not here, hopefully, let me see if I can name everybody correctly here and not, and not miss anybody. And miss everybody here. Uh, special thanks to Crystal Nurse, to Mark Johnson, to Brian Calloway, to Graham Couch, to Nick King, 
to Rachel Greco. I think that covers everybody who participated. So to, to the rest of our LSJ staffers who participated, thank you guys so much for helping us determine Lansing's best restaurant item, which in case you missed it, was Pancho Taquiera's Barilla Tacos. All right. Thank you for listening to the Greater Lansing Food Championship Podcast, a Lansing State Journal production. If you enjoy this podcast and the work surrounding it, please consider subscribing. You can follow our coverage at lsj.com, and please rate and comment Apple Podcast. Thanks for listening. Thank you.